Hello to our sacred listeners. On the behalf of Joy and myself here at Sacred Living, we wanted to let you all know that we are here to hold space and support you in any way that we can. During this difficult time, we wanted to remind you now more than ever to keep your sacred practices close. This may be a wonderful time to start sharing them. Share them with those that you love and those who may need some peace and calm in their life. As always, thank you so much for listening. Hi, this is Joy Kaya. And this is Sheree Grace. And we are here to welcome you to the Sacred Living with Joy and Grace podcast. Hello. Hi, Sheree. Hi, Joy. How's it going? It's going. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. And today we are giving Zoom a whirl. So this is our first audio recording that we are doing through Zoom. Um, We are in the middle of the coronavirus scare. So we are just staying safe and staying in shelter. We are being sacred. (laughs) So we are going with it. I I think this is great. I'm so glad we have this opportunity to still record. Me too. I think um, it's really important to continue to show up, right? Where we can, but also um, practice the social distancing and really just do our part. And so that's super awesome. Um, Joy and I do lots of Zoom calls, actually, but we've never done one with um, Sacred Living, so it's cool that we can do this. Very, very cool. So grateful to have it so we can keep doing our thing. All right, right, guys. Well, listen, we um, obviously what's going on has has brought up a lot of different, I guess, shadows. And we as leaders and as influencers in our own communities have really seen the need for self-care in order to hold space for the community. Um, And I had this experience last week and then Sheree had the idea and I thought, well, isn't that just perfect? (laughs) So Sheree, what are we talking about today? Maybe you can give uh, the audience an understanding of what our focus is going to be. Um, I think, uh, you know, originally when, you know, uh, Joy and I sometimes will, will have a brief uh, conversation and we will say, hey, you know, what, what do you want to talk about? And so she'll kind of do her meditating thing and I'll do my meditating thing and then we'll kind of come back together. And what came to me was really, really um, taking care of ourselves as space holders. Now, I believe that we all in this time and in all times, you guys um, need to or get to um, take care of ourselves, right? That's, that's just a given. And that's kind of in the lane that Joy and I are in. Um, but right now is extremely important. And it's extremely important for those of us that are um, doing this kind of work And, um, you know, we may find ourselves very depleted Mm. and, um, and that's not a, you know, that's not a good place. I don't think for anyone to really be, but, you know, when we have, we have people that we're working with, we have clients, we have, you know, we get to still show up. Like, how do we do this? You know, what does this look like? So really the topic is about, you know, like, what do you do to take care of yourself as a space holder? what do you do? Right. And, um, I know joy and I have tons and tons of, um, 
tons of medicine in our bag, right? Yeah. That we can, that we can pull from. And we are, we are big time. So, yeah. And I think Joy, Joy has probably a lot to share on this because she was a busy girl last week. And so, <laughs> um, you know, it's beautiful. And I'm so, so grateful. I'm so grateful for her and for everyone that's really stepping up and just, you know, giving of themselves right now. I think it's, it's so important. Oh, Sheree, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a bit of trial by fire too, right? So um, because the energy is very, very dense and that means that when you're doing energy work with individuals, which is emotional, you know, exchange um, and that could look like communicating, that could look like, you know, doing a virtual session with a client and helping them move through um even, you know, having someone move through loss or just their own fear and, and what's happening. So spent a lot of hours doing that last week and then also held some bigger um, containers uh, for group events. And, um, and even you and I had our circle at the end of the week too, and a virtual circle. And that, that left me feeling um, very heavy hearted, but really it wasn't the, I think the key thing is like, it wasn't the burden of the space I was holding. It was more like my antennas were further out than normal, right? So I was really feeling this like universal pain. I was feeling the loss on like a global level. And I, th you know, and I don't want to get too far out there, but like, I do think the universe is feeling what's happening on earth too. So it's just big. It's so big. And now for me, I just kept holding strong boundaries. I think boundaries would probably be one of the first things I would say as a space holder, we have to have boundaries. And that begins with our own personal understanding of what boundaries mean to us. And I do believe that boundaries change consistently, right? So in this case, I had to learn new boundaries. So I kind of expanded and I helped more people in a shorter period of time than I normally would. But I also had to set like new firm boundaries for myself. So where some people that are closer to me, they could reach out to me and I would say, oh, maybe we'll see instead of maybes, they were getting no's. I cannot. And it was so firm and strong. Like my soul was like, you cannot do this. This is not an option. Right. right. So that was interesting to experience. So setting boundaries, I think was, is the first thing I would probably put out there. Um, how about you? What are some of your thoughts either around boundaries or is there another approach? Um, I think uh, I want to share about what we talked about um, last week and something that you brought to the surface that really, really landed for me. Um, <clears throat> we all have our own process and I recognize that my process may be about, uh, going inward first initially, um, in a time such as this, right? Because, you know, I I'm, you know, I'm in this too and family and stuff and, you know, and I actually ended up not feeling well last week. So that was a really big scare for me, but I ended up being okay. And it was no virus. It was just something that, you know, I had a really bad migraine and it probably was stress related, you know? So, um, I think that for me, what's important is for me to go in first, uh, 
I don't know that I really recognize that much. So I'm super grateful for you um, pointing that out to me. Mm. Um, I, I think I go in first and I get clear, like what's going on? Like, how am I really feeling? And, and do I have um, what I need right now to actually hold space? And I did have to set some boundaries and I did have to say no a few times, you know, uh, because I just didn't, I didn't have this. I just didn't have it. There yeah. were a few that I just didn't have it, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, I think for me, that's my process and what I've been doing, um, getting really, really grounded in myself first. And I feel so much better this week. I mean, here we are Monday back on, you know, back on the podcast and, you know, we've talking, communicating more and, um, that's just my process. So absolutely. No, that's really great. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Joy's like just really recognizing maybe what your process is. Just sit in that quiet time, sit in that meditation and just ask yourself like, what's going on? What do I need? Yeah. Right. And then, and then we have to ask ourselves, like, are we surrounded by individuals who respect that process too? So, you know, thank you for recognizing, like I was honoring you and your experience and I was being observant and I pulled back and let you have your space to a certain extent. Like, you knew I was still there, but I wasn't going to push. And yet I was out in the front lines, you're right. Um, virtual front lines. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, you know, I think that there is something really valid in that. And I'm really glad you mentioned it. So you're right. It's about processing and knowing like what your process is. And then, and then, and then that next step probably is more like boundaries and then being able to project that outward. So once you understand what they are for you, then you can project that out and set those boundaries with others. And I think it's important that we verbally communicate that because everyone likes to know where they stand. So I think as sacred space holders, we need to have that set up and my boundaries have changed. They've had to change in this time. They just have. Like I've opened myself up on a weekend. I've opened myself up early mornings where I normally wouldn't work. <clears throat> this weekend was different. I took care of me, but I'm making those adjustments. You know, I'm, I'm making changes that I know are right for me. Um, and then, you know, I think the other element that we probably want to talk about is what does our self-care look like? You know, um, how do we keep, how do we keep moving and grooving even when times of crisis are happening? Well, for me, I would say that, you know, it's interesting and I feel a little interest. This whole experience is kind of, uh, this is the stuff that I do, right? Like this is, you know, like I sit in self inquiry. I like to sit in meditation I like to sit and practice like this is, it's almost like, you know, just building yourself up for times like this. Right. And so, um, you just stay, you know, deep, deep in your practice. That's what I did. I mean, last week, um, I did so many practices that I do, but I haven't been doing daily. Right. Um, because life happens and, and stuff is going on. And so, um, this has just been a really, really big reminder for me um, that, you know, I get to stay committed to my practices because those are the things that are going to carry me through. And when I say practices, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, mantra work. Mantra work is something that's really, 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 really close to my heart and soul. Has been for many, many years. And um, 
I think I take advantage of, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think I take, take advantage of it sometimes where I will just, you know, oh, I don't, I don't need to do that today. Mm. Or, oh, I've got this to do, or I'm too busy. And then when something like this big happens, it's like, it's a first thing I go to. So I would say, um, stay deep in your practice and whatever that is, because not everyone does have a yoga practice, right? Not, that's not everyone's jam. And so like, whatever that is, some of some people's practice is going to be, um, you know, um, keeping open communication with their family. Um, you know, it's going to look different for everyone. A bath at the end of the day. <laughs> Take a bath. You know, that's something that's really been helping me this time. Um, with all the stuff going on. So if I can hold sacred space for others, that's wonderful. And then what is my go-to? It's been something that normally it has not been. So I think it's also like knowing what you, you, what you like fall back on your foundation, like for me too, meditation, you know, really connecting to the greater picture, getting some healing, sending healing out, like all of that feels really good for my sacred practice. And then I and then I can go about my day and I can, I feel like I serve in a more grounded way, but then there's like that. I need to now like use water as a tool to help me release. And, um, so I use like, I use the shower like everybody, but I'm also kind of giving myself the opportunity to be in that bath and soak in a tub with essential oils and dried herbs and, you know, really allow myself to, you know, feel like that release, that letting go that may be bottled up, um, in a time like, you know, in a, in a heightened time of stress, you know, or anxiety in your life. Like it doesn't have to, I mean, yes, we're dealing with a coronavirus right now and that is like a global situation. This is huge, but I do think that in times of stress, like we need to know, we need these tools. We need to know like what we need and then we can obviously do better but being able to just like let go of your cares. What was that little commercial Calgon take me away? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like let the energy, let the water like take away whatever you're feeling. And sometimes a tub isn't the right thing. Maybe it's just a shower because they just want that to go off of you. Like you imagine, like right. I visualize things just washing off of me. Um, right, even right. conversations that feel heavy. I'll just like imagine it washing off of me. We're not talking about like physical cleanliness. I'm talking about like, you know, <laughs> metaphoric right. cleanliness. That subtle body <laughs> stuff. That subtle body stuff. Yeah. And another thing too, you know, that I was thinking about, cause I was just thinking about um, how we both love to do, you know, quite a bit of grounding, <clears throat> you know, that is something that is there and available. I have a beautiful willow tree um, out um, across the way a little bit. And I've been going over there and literally just sitting underneath it, taking my shoes off, walking around it, talking to it. And I know some of this stuff may sound a little silly to some people, but this is what I do. You know, this is how I get um, grounded. This is how I connect to Mother Earth. This is how I get um, that open channel. Um, you know, uh, someone was saying to me the other day, uh, another, another, something else to actually look at is that when we can't control, um, we really don't have that much control ever, but we think we do. But when we, when we can't control like what's going on, like outside of us, right. You know, that is the time to really, really go inside and, you know, just start, you know, putting pieces, you know, where they feel right and where it fits. Um, another thing that was also brought up to me is, 
maybe just getting really strategic with our days Mm. and just making it really simple. Like, you know, we, there's not a lot of things that we have to do right now. Right. So it's like a lot of get to's. So like maybe like creating like a list for your day, very simple stuff, you know, and almost like, I want to say like almost like a container type thing, but you know, just a place where you feel safe, mm-hmm. you know, um, something like that, I think could be very helpful, you know, absolutely simple, wake up, have breakfast, you know, do your meditation, do your yoga, whatever it is that you do. Right. And, you know, just maybe connect with somebody, connect with a family member, connect with a friend, right. um, just keep it really simple. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, for those who are maybe listening to this podcast after this crisis is, is behind us, I think, Cherie, we can add, you know, like exactly what you're saying, even during crisis. But what I'm also hearing is that, you know, we can, we, we can really fall back into routine. Routine is sacred. And to keep that routine or to keep some kind of fluidity, what that does is it gives like you, it's like, it's a, it's a mind trick in a sense. It's like a mindset um, hack that when we have routine and we have a consistent routine and we give that to ourselves, then we almost know what to expect next. So we tend to be in ease. So let's say that we are, you know, working with a situation or something comes up that, that really is triggering for us as space holders, or just what makes us feel heavy. You know, I think a lot of space holders are like, oh my gosh, I I got this. I'm, I'm good. I, I do it all the time. Well, sure. But you're still a human being. So if you take a break every day at noon, for example, and you do some gratitude and maybe you take a walk and then you come back and you're then back holding space again, I think that's really good. And and your, and your spirit knows to look forward to that. Your soul knows, your mind knows, your conscious knows, you know, kind of a thing. And it's like, you, you almost can then get through whatever it is you got to get through because you know, you get to have this opportunity to release and have that time. And so that was one of the things this past, um, last week, I should say that I held sacred. I, I knew I was hitting a wall. I had been holding space for multiple days and I told myself, I'm not going to do anything on the weekend. I had one commitment at 8am on Saturdays. Like I always do. I fulfilled that commitment. And then for the rest of the weekend, I gave myself that space. And, um, that was probably the best thing I could have done for myself. Did you notice how many times I reminded you of that? <laughs> Did you send me messages reminding me? Yeah. No, it was, it was did, easy to do. It was very easy to do because I my, my spirit needed it. And it yeah. was um, really important. And, you know, what, yeah, when we're in crisis, like we're going to get, we're going to go deep, right? We're really going to be aware. We're going to be more in tuned. Um, so she has space holders. But, you know, in the everyday I think we need that consistent structure to help us get through and be that. Um, And you've got to have rejuvenation practices. You just do, right? Whatever that looks like. I love meditation. I do a lot of journey work. I do a lot of journaling, right? I love to write. Um, And I have people in my life that I can lean into. And that's something that we have not talked about but in order to be a great space holder, you need the sounding board. You need the people in your life that you can talk to and say, hey, I'm having a bad day. Hey, I just want to cry. Can, can I just cry? <laughs> 
<laughs> and these individuals are very, they're, they're our heroes because they really, and those, anyone who is a leader or an influencer will tell you, like, they have someone or someone Absolutely. that they can go to. Yeah. And I used to, um, we had a, we have a term in coaching, you know, every good coach has a coach. Oh, sure. It's true because, you know, like, that, that's just how it works. You know, that's just how it works. I, you know, I'm not, I don't know everything. I don't know, you know, like, I don't know how to deal with every single situation. And so it's super important. I know for me that, um, you know, it gets difficult sometimes, you know, in that role of, you know, any a leadership role, um, you know, where people are looking to me. Right. And, um, you know, and I have my humanness and it's super important for me to have um, people that I can call and just fall apart if I need to, because like, I'm, you know, like having this human experience and stuff's going to show up and, uh, and I get to, I get to, I get to accept support as well. Right. That's one of the things that we, we teach people, you know, is it's like, not only, you know, do you give it, but you get to learn how to receive. I don't know how many people realize, um, I do this really cool modality called access consciousness. And um, it's all about being able to receive. And I don't think that that many people um, realize how hard that is for us. Oh, yes. To receive. I mean, it's actually, I would say it's even more difficult to receive than give. Oh, 110%. Are you kidding? It's like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is a truth for all. Yeah. It's for all. I, I, I don't care what human being you're talking to there is, um, it's almost like we're, 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 uh, something shifts from childhood into adulthood. And now we feel like, Oh, I've already, you know, I've grown up. I'm, I'm a big kid now and I can do it myself. And there's something with that, um, seed. And I, and I wish I could yeah. unpack it right now, but there's something with that seed. And then, and then, um, what that looks like, especially when you are a healer or a space holder of any kind, um, even a mother, father, like you could, it's being a parent is being a space holder. Oh my gosh. Like even more so, I think it's almost more, more important. Um, cause they're watching you every little thing you do. Um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, it's really real. And so as a space holder, you know, we want to be strong and we want to be supportive and we want to hold space for people. In other words, we want to let them cry. We want them to feel what they're feeling. And then we just hold it. Right. Right. And we're not supposed to be like super reactionary. We're supposed to be kind, supportive, compassionate, you know, all of the wonderful things. But really um, our job is just to be that neutral party that's allowing them that space. And then, and then we walk away and well, you know, we're human. <laughs> we're human. Um, and so then we have to, and then we go home and then we give to someone else. And then we, and then the next day we wake up and we're giving to someone else. And, and the next thing you know, you're like, I've never received. Right. And so I, I have a fun little exercise that I, I used to teach, um, that I think might be kind of fun. So, you know, whatever your dominant hand is, and I'm just going to, for the sake of ease, ease here, I'm going to say I'm, I'm right-handed. Okay. So I'm right-handed. And so think of your right hand as your giving hand and we give all day long. Okay. And then just, you know, close your eyes and like, just take a deep breath. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you're sitting or listening, um, doing some house chores or whatever, sit down, stop for a second, take a deep breath and close your eyes. And then just take from 
like, like your, like think about your heart chakra, right? Like take from your heart chakra and give out with the other, your dominant hand is for me, it's my right. So we're going to say from the right hand, just allow your hand to pull from you and just give like, doesn't that feel nice? Just, I get to give myself of myself. I get to give the gifts. It's so easy. It's almost like a dance. You know, we could just dance around and just give and give. All right. Now I want you to reach out your left hand. And I want you to pull that hand to the heart chakra. Okay. Now close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Pull, let your left hand go out and then pull that in. Okay. I want you to see, do it again. Doesn't that feel weird? <laughs> so hard to receive. You see, we are imbalanced, right? Wow. So we don't have a fluid equilibrium here in giving and receiving. So yes, Cherie. And when you do that exercise and you close your eyes and you do, you give, and then you receive, you really start to feel the difference. So give and then receive and then give and then receive. And you'll be like, Oh my God, my left hand feels so weird. Or, Oh, my non-dominant hand feels so right. Weird. And that, and for those of you who like, you know, whatever, like no joy, I don't feel sit with it, breathe with it. You have a dominant. I felt hand. it. I I've heard you do that a couple of times. I've never actually done it, but I just did that. And for me, like even yeah. doing that, like this feels so good. Yes. I'm a lefty. So I, yeah, it just yeah. feels so good. So good. But then this felt really like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. That really works. Yeah. So if you can do that, then you can start to conceptualize like, oh, I really do struggle in this way. And how can I begin to heal that? Right. It's just a matter of like physically. I know you love the physical piece. That's like the physical expression of it. And it allows you to really feel it in a new level. Um, mm -hmm. I always say we learn, we learn the best when it's mind, body and spirit. So in other words, mentally, I can conceptualize it you know, spiritually, I can feel it. And then physically I can experience something about that. It just, it makes it sink in for me. Yeah. So anyways, just thought I'd share that little one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I think, you know, with space holding, there's so much we can talk about. I love the things that we touched on today. Um, is there anything that you feel is missing that we need to share? Um, you know, as soon as you said that the word that came to mind was compassion. Mm -hmm. So I have a whole spiel on compassion mm -hmm. and I, you know, I am the type that I really, really believe that it's important to like internalize and really experience these things first all these concepts that we talk about, right? I really, really do. And my experience has been that if I am not having compassion for myself, then it's extremely difficult for me to have compassion for others. Yes. And so one of the things I think about being a sacred space holder is if you haven't done that work, get to it, mm -hmm. get to it. If you haven't done the work that it takes to have compassion for yourself, and there's a million and one ways to do that, right? There's a million and one. Um, but I think that's super important. 
And that way, when that's solid, you really can meet people in that space. And I think right now we get to have an abundance of compassion for ourselves and for everyone else. Yes. Yes. And um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, that is something super important. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. Can I, this is so funny because so I asked you the question and then I closed my eyes and I got the word perfection. So it was like, we got the other side, got the two sides of a, an important conversation, you know, let go of perfection, let go of having to have all the answers, let go of needing to look all put together and compassion's the ingredient to do that. How cool is that? See, this surprises me, but we, but it doesn't like we, Sheree and I have that connection. We all have the ability to have that connection. So I thought when you said compassion, I was like, Oh, it's the antidote for perfectionism. Like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so that perfection trap that we put ourselves, like we, we do this to ourselves. We think we have to show up a certain way. We think we have to have all the right words or the right technique. You know, it's, Oh, have the right technique and the right tool. No. How about just be human? How about, have compassion for yourself and your learning, and then you can give it to others. I love that, Sheree. I love it. I love it. And, and that's the kind of teacher I am, I think, is like, and I think people that have been my students, they'll tell you that too. It's like, you know, I, I can get, I can go there with them. You know, I can totally go there and, um, and, 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 and it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to look perfect. I remember years and years ago, I was, I was on the fence and um, past career, I was a drug and alcohol counselor and I used to do interventions. And so I was really on the fence. Do I want to go back to school and do I want to become a therapist? Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone, one of my mentors that I really, really respect saying, Sheree, <laughs> if you become a therapist, you're not going to be able to get on the floor with your clients anymore and cry with them. And I think that, you know, that is the kind of teacher I've always been is like, just really get in there with them. Now, where this can get a little muddy <laughs> is if, you know, I'm constantly talking about us doing the work first, right? right. I truly, like that has been my experience and, and it's been my path, but it's like, I think once you're solid and you know, and it's like, Hey, you're on the floor with your client and you guys are crying, but you're not taking it internal and making a story of it for yourself. It's not kind of coming into like your own experiences. It's more about like your, this is where the compassion is coming from, you know, like really being able to sit there with them in their experience, but still have emotions and compassion and all of that stuff. And you know what? That doesn't always look perfect. Mm-hmm. You never know what that's going to look like. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's very intuitive. It's very intuitive. And when you listen to your intuition, you actually are guided in the best of ways. That's when you really show up to serve. Beautiful. Well, I think I ended that with like a bomb of like, oh, we could have had a whole conversation on that. I know. We we often do that. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Um, please hop over and join us on our social media channels. We're at uh, Sacred Living with Joy and Grace on Instagram. And we have a Facebook group as well by the same name. Come and hang out with us. And we want to thank you guys uh, for being here. Sheree, is there anything you want to add? 
I just want to just remind everyone to just take really good care of themselves right now. And if you're feeling um, lonely, afraid, any of those um, grungy feelings, um, reach out, uh, reach out to your people and um, reach out to us if you want to, um, you know, support is there. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, blessed day. We here at Sacred Living want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us in these soulful conversations. Absolutely. And we'd love for you to join our community. You can find us on Facebook where we dive even deeper into these wonderful sacred conversations. Just search for Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. We are also on Instagram. And feel free to hit up our website and take a look at what we're up to and see where we are going to be live next at sacredliving.info. Remember to go out and curate that life that you love. And together we say, and so it is.